Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Big Red Potion. I'm your indomitable host. That's a new word. I don't think that even exists. No. I just made that up on the spot. That's good. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I knew what I meant. Uh, I'm Sinan Kuber anyway, and uh, I'm joined as ever by Joe Delia. Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I am ready to get this show on the road. So... What we have today, like I said, is a really special episode of Big Red Potion. We have one of our VIP episodes, except it's got a bit of a twist. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't do not do the, you don't know what it is again. Well, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I could pretend. Uh, why don't you tell us about it, rather than pretending? Okay, sure. It is basically a collection of multiple podcasts telling us what they thought the most overrated game of 2009 was. So we went to people likes of the Digital Cowboys, Ninja Fat Pigeons, TheGamerScene.com, Sonic's Ring. We basically got a whole bunch of people to tell us what they thought was the game that was overhyped, overblown, and overmarketed this year and tell us why they didn't like it as much as everyone said they should. Yes. It's, we felt like it would be a good antithesis to you know all the game of the year episodes, which we're doing one of you know of on New Year's Day. Yeah, we have to. But you know, I, I I hear so many of them, I kind of get a bit sick of them sometimes. So <laughs> it's kind of nice to have. Uh, I feel we felt it was nice to have a show where people were just slating on games from the year. So there was a bit of disagreement. One, two, three. Beatles, Beatles Rock Band. Quite a bit of passion. Killzone. Killzone. <laughs> That's your pick? <laughs> Kill Zone? A rather popular choice. Modern yeah. Warfare 2. Hmm. Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2. And also a few surprises. Do you want to tell us your stupid choice? <laughs> and your reasons why you're crazy? Well, I'll just turn my flame shield on now. Okay, here we go. Games with jobs. Hello, Big Red Potion Podcast. My name is Sean Andrich. I'm the host of the Gamers of Jobs conference call. I'm joined by some of my co-hosts here. We have Sean Elysium Sands. Hello. We have Corey Demiurge-Banks. Hello. And we have Gordis Rob Borges, our producer. So we're here to talk about our most overrated... Oh, sure. Just run over my hello. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody I, wants to hear you. I'm sorry. I'm still upset because it took you so long to figure out what game you wanted to choose for most overrated of 2009, I guess. <laughs> so, in fact, you know, Rob, I'm sorry. I apologize. What's your most overrated oh, game you of 2009? son of a bitch! Well, uh, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to actually say this game. I haven't played it. So, <laughs> off your ripping start. Let's just invalidate your opinion right so, now. I'm sure my, it's my terrible. opinion could be completely invalidated here, uh, but I'm definitely going to say uh, Modern Warfare. I think two. Modern Warfare two. I don't understand how that game could have lived up to anybody's expectations. But period. Just because of all of the hype and all of the commotion about the game before it even got released. So Well I didn't have any, so it could have lived up to mine. I I, I, I thought it I thought that, that came out I don't think it was overrated. I, I think that it came out and I think it did everything it set out to do and the multiplayer is amazing. So it's I, great. I don't know. I'm kind of with him. And and from a lot of the things I've read, there are people who agree with me. They're just not in the majority. <laughs> uh, although Infamous, I think, came very close. So that's my second one. Yeah, I, I would agree with Infamous. I, I got to say, Infamous 
had a lot of hype a lot of uh it actually had a lot of really good reviews too and and a lot of people loved it but i came out very flat with infamous it had a great demo i was too and and, i really was experience of playing it all the way through was pretty limp and i think it's one of those games you're gonna look back on like five months you know back when you played it and you, you won't think about it super fondly i haven't even thought about I forgot it period about it. I, forgot about it. <laughs> I played it or that I played it for a week and I, I i couldn't tell you a thing about it except there was some electricity however mine is actually kill zone 2 uh and this was a super highly rated game that was merely from the way i looked at it average with some awesome graphics and 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 nothing about it felt particularly stand out to me i i played it i got about third halfway through and i just abandoned it as another kind of boring rendition why do you think it was so overrated the console shooter you know i honestly don't know because it was getting like 90 percent and five stars here and, and and whatever there and i think it really was that first of all this has kind of become the iconic idea of what the ps3 uh revolution you know the the way it was going to come back was going to be and i think a lot of people really wanted in the same way that i have to say if we were having the discussion years ago i think you could throw a halo game in there uh because it just kind of becomes iconic as here's the big shooter it's really really you know uh, lots of money has obviously been poured into it so i think we have to say that it's fantastic even though it's it's been talked about for years it's a ps3 exclusive and it's not like they built up a ton of goodwill with the original Killzone. That's what always surprised me with it. I mean, I finished. Yeah. I I finished Killzone two, and the, my main issue was the controls, which I believe they've since patched and fixed to some degree. Uh, and I actually think it's a, it's worthwhile to play it for the single player. I think the single player experience had some really nice moments uh, and some really uh, exciting uh, aspects to it. The multiplayer I just didn't get into because it's on the PS3, which just by default makes it kind of limp when you play it online, at least back in those days. And, and I think we need to say here, we're, we're talking overrated, which doesn't mean that it's a bad game. It wasn't a bad game. It just, it, it got it so much exposure. It wasn't good enough to deserve so, the praise it got. Yeah. It wasn't good enough to deserve the praise yeah, that it got. That's, that's the criteria I'm using. And it's, it's funny that you mentioned a game that's got so much money poured into it. And so everybody immediately feels like they have to give it some love because I think flower was the most overrated crap game of the year and you would be everybody absolutely for no wrong and no i'm really not i'm really not you guys all got suckered by a poem that sucks when you trash flower i feel like you're not validating my emotions i don't need to validate your emotions your emotions mean shit to me no i it, it's it's a game that we all felt that we need to be in love with because because it was deep and metaphorical and it touched us in in that special area down there. <laughs> and and the truth of the matter is that it's a game that has an interesting control scheme and it seems very simplistic and it's very beautiful but got far too much love than it deserved. Oh, it was perfect. I'm, I'm man. glad it was, I'm glad it was it, I'm glad that it made money. I'm glad that I made money. I'm glad it's there, but you guys really need to get over this shit. No, way. no, no, no. See, your 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 opinion on on flower, I understand because I felt exactly the same way about braid last year. Yeah, and, and I think you, I understand where you're coming from. I don't respect your opinion in any way, <laughs> but I understand it. There's a. I, I think I think flower gets the hipster credibility award this year. 
yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I like I, I'm going to give you that. It, it's, I, it's, I, I, I really like the experience, but I can't really debate. We're recording your, this. Your point and of view. Agreed with me. Uh, <laughs> I also wow. think that Corey Banks That's is the so most awful. overrated podcaster in 2009. So there's also I'll that take too. that. That's fine. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's an award. Uh, so I've, I've got, I've got, uh, you know, I'm going to say I've got two. First, I got to say... That's cheating. No, you have to pick one. Yes. Ah, fine. Pick the most one. overrated game of 2009 for me is Brutal Legend. Uh, this is a game that has been given some pretty strong reviews on the strength of its uh, humor and its writing and its delivery. And if you just kind of take that aside and you look at just the game itself... It's all these mismatched ideas that just never really come together very well. And it's yeah. never really as fun as it should be. And when I'm playing something and I'm just thinking, I just want to get to point B so I can kick off another cutscene, your game has failed. You just failed video games. Uh, you should you know make what? a movie. I, w- I, wouldn't be that, I wouldn't be that strong against it, but I, I, I totally... I can understand your point of view. It, it definitely did get a lot of love, and maybe the gameplay. Well, definitely the gameplay didn't uh, didn't quite do what it needed to do in order to make it as interesting as as we had hoped it would be. But it was still good. Like, come on. It was yeah, well, overrated. I mean, all of these. But they're except, all, except Corey's opinion it, on flower. They're all. They're not. <laughs> they're still good. They're not. These aren't like F minus games. It's just I think yeah. that it was it was an overrated. They're games that got game. loved and, too much for the wrong reasons. And and I think that Borderlands is up there too. Uh, I I think that Borderlands Ooh, is on. I don't the, know. I think that to a certain degree on I'm more with you on uh, on this yeah. on the strength of the the four player co op experience. I think Borderlands gets a lot of passes for boring quests. Large, boring open areas and fairly stupid AI. Like I, I think that it. I think that just because playing with other people is so much fun, a lot of that stuff gets glossed over, which isn't to invalidate the fun, but it does make for an overrated game to me. Oh, it's too bad it hasn't been released yet, but uh, it's quite possible. <laughs> the most overrated. You should try playing some of the no, games no, no. that you hate. No, well, seriously, I, I, I've played the demo of it, and it's quite possible by the end of 2009, the most overrated game will be Bayonetta. Well, it's possible no. because I no. can guarantee you, it's already way overrated as far as I'm concerned. Overrated by who? No one on this podcast. I think, is I think even we're positive. using overrated. Well, in the wrong nobody on our up. podcast has, but everybody has been. Everybody has been giving this game so much praise out there. It's ridiculous. I, I, I just can't go with you on that one. It's not even out yet. Sorry. Oh, well, there you go. That's like a nice little peek into the window that is our weekly podcast. If you want to see or see, God, I, you really don't want to see. If you want to, oh, you don't. If, if you want to hear more from us, you can visit gamerswithjobs.com or look us up on iTunes and check us out there. Thanks again to Big Red Potion for giving us the opportunity to contribute. See you next time. So, Flower, huh? What do you think? It's been about a year now since that game came out. What do you think about the legacy that it's left behind, and especially considering all the, the hype that it had when it came out? I don't know about legacy. I don't think it's left much of a, of a legacy. A lot, mm. a lot of people still fondly remember it. I, I completely disagree with Corey saying that it's a, <laughs> it's a poem that sucked and, and you know we all got suckered in. I, but at the same time, you know, even we on our own show when we talked about it were saying it was a kind of a bit overrated. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that it didn't make more game of the year lists because I really haven't seen it mentioned very much anywhere, which is kind of surprising. Um, I mean, I thought it was a great game, but you know, as we kind of said on our show, I none of us really thought it was going to really hit the level that many people were suggesting that it was, and uh, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of, I, I don't really agree that it was a bad game, but I, I do kind of see it as being an overhyped game of 2009. Well, that's the thing. You know, I don't know if it was necessarily overrated. It got that great reviews, but it's, sure. it was it was a victim of hype for certain. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really think that game ever should have been pushed to that level. To be honest, no. Okay, let's move on. Uh, we're going to go to the Digital Cowboys, who mention a game that I, you know, suspect. Well, I don't suspect. I know is going he to feature on this show. We mm-hmm. know. See if you can guess which game they're talking about. It's Modern Warfare Two. Hello, I'm Alex Shaw. And I'm Tony Atkins. And we are the Digital Cowboys. Okay, so most overrated game of 2009. Which one caused the most kerfuffle? You think? Have a guess. I I don't think I'm going to be alone on this one, specifically. uh, I don't know your choice, but I'll I'll guess. Um, Hmm. Modern Warfare 2. Correct, sir. Well, I'm coming at this not from a point of view of that Modern Warfare 2 was a bad game, or even a mediocre game, because it's 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 clearly accomplished. But I don't think anything, any quality of game, scales to the amount of hoo-ha that uh, surrounded this game in its uh, you know prior to its release. All of the the um, pre-order stuff, all of the, the the price change stuff. I mean, this may not have affected uh, you folks in America, but in the UK, uh, we were told that we were going to be left with a 55 pound bill on this thing. Um, that never happened in the end because uh, you know everyone who was savvy managed to get hold of it for inexpensive amounts, but it did get everyone talking about it. Is it worth £55? Will games all be brought up to £55, which got everyone talking about Modern Warfare 2 early? Also, well. don't forget all the editions that released with Prestige oh, yeah. Edition. Hardened Edition. The, the, I love the, 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 the tone of the Hardened Edition being that if you don't get the Hardened Edition, you're soft. <laughs> but um, yeah, ultimately, the thing, the thing that has affected um, the, the gaming world the most this year is, is the fact that it's been so intimidating to uh, so many other games out there. I mean, there are a whole bunch of them here on my list that may or may not have been affected by the release of Modern Warfare 2, but have been pushed back to sometime next year. So you've got Splinter Cell Conviction, Dark Void, Bioshock 2, Alan Wake, Bayonetta, Alpha Protocol, and Dante's Inferno. Now, all of them could possibly have come out this Christmas, and I seem to remember last year we were complaining about the fact that it was yet another Christmas packed with games. Yeah. Yeah. And this year, how, how was your Christmas? in terms of games it was fine yeah I had a, I had a good steady flow of games but uh, it certainly had a lull once the um, Modern Warfare 2 came out because suddenly you know, everybody was talking about it and everybody had to play it so basically everything had to be out before Modern Warfare 2 and no one was going to chance releasing just afterwards and, and we've now got Christmas 2 coming in the springtime so it's, it's got a Metacritic score of 94 which means it was very very highly rated by all and sundry it's got a user score of 6.0 which means it had a backlash as in, people were just going out of their way to go, this game's not that good, and give it bad scores just to even it out. Now, is that a backlash, or is that a reality check, though? But now, it's not the first time that the, you know, the users completely disagree. I'm not completely... Fairly disagree with the uh, the overall critic score. I, I, I don't think it would be a reasonable backlash on the game. It, the, the game is you know it's good enough. I don't think it's as good as as the original Modern Warfare. And I think a lot of the whole the excitement about it was the fact that everyone had such a good time with the original that they were expecting the same, if not better, than than this one. And I think that the tone they kept with this one was different. And as a result, 
it's it's not been as it's not as good as a straightforward story game and the uh, there were so many complaints about the uh, multiplayer the whole you know taking off party chat well no i mean the 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 cheating has kind of been rife in it but that the patches have now come out to fix that but um i you know i don't necessarily think this is a a slight on the game itself i just i kind of like where you're coming from the fact that you're saying that you know all these other games moved out the way because of the weight that this game was bringing and you know it was going to be maybe one of the best games of all time and if we're talking about overrated games then we have to look at that and say look did that live up to the hype and i'm clearly in the camp that says no i think if you're the kind of person that's been playing multiplayer or call of duty 4 multiplayer for the last two years then there's about nothing we could say at this point that would change your mind thinking we're off our rocker and of course this game isn't overrated but if you're like a fair few number of people that didn't necessarily get sucked in by the multiplayer of the of call of duty 4 and mm. aren't necessarily sucked in for the multiplayer of call of duty modern warfare 2 even the name is ridiculous at this point <laughs> Um, then you have to look what else that game delivers. And the bare fa- fact reality is that the single player story just didn't live up to the hype. Mm. And in fact, you know, I think that's where a, a whole ton of the backlash is coming from. Is just, you know, they promised the world and the adverts were promising that we'd eventually end up in space. And in the end, we got a, a broken narrative that wasn't really worth the, uh, the money that was, you know, the multiples of millions that was actually spent on it. It was a crazy Brockhammer film from the mid-90s. And there's nothing wrong with that. Of course there isn't, but that's not how they went out their way to present what that story was going to be. Mm. Yeah, we're not saying Modern Warfare 2 is bad, but it is indisputable that the game was massively hyped up and nothing could live up to that hype. Certainly not the actual final game, which was, to my mind, good, but not one of the best games of all time. So yeah, we're now massively unpopular. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, you can uh, listen to our uh, podcast, The Digital Cowboys, incisive game debate. Thank you very much, Joe and Sinan, for this opportunity. I've been Alex Shaw. I've been Tony Atkins. Happy trails. So, Modern Warfare Two, uh, we heard it mentioned in the in the games with jobs podcast we've heard it mentioned in digital cowboys um two for two, two, for two. and uh, like we said it's going to get mentioned a fair bit on this show uh overrated what do you think yeah i mean well, no game could have possibly lived up to the hype that they built for that game um right i mean it's kind of there's a victim every year of this there's always that game like last year i think gears of war 2 was hyped from hell to high water and uh, to me that game was a disappointing mess and i know a lot of other people agree i I don't really know why that we have to have this one blockbuster game each year that everyone in the world buys, but that seems to be the way that the industry has been moving. And unfortunately, Modern Warfare 2 was the victim this year because there's nothing that game could have done to live up to it. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, you know, I really liked what Alex and Tony said about the fact that it, it, it's kind of had the industry reacted to it as well. Mm. You know, and like you're saying, all these games getting out of the way, and it's just it felt like it was this blockbuster game. And then when you actually get it in your hands, it's like you know what, it's 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 good. Don't get me wrong, but that mm. game of the year no it's another first person shooter well alright it works pretty much it well the girls of the pink and deadly podcast and the boys of the gamer scene podcast went with a few different picks which is kind of nice to see let's see what they had to say hey girls the boys superstar DJs Hi, these are the ladies from the Pink and Deadly Podcast. I'm Donna, and my most overrated game of the year was Brutal Legend. Though the environments were really cool and the music was awesome, I was really disappointed because it turned out to be an RTS game in disguise, and I don't do RTS. 
And also, Tim Schaefer apparently released some uh, notes on Kotaku stating how to play the game most effectively. And whenever the developer or the guy who does the game has to give you notes on how to play the game, that's never really a good sign that the game's very good, is it now? Ho, 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 everybody. It's Flying Dits from TheGamerScene.com here to discuss our most overrated game of 2009. Killzone. Killzone? <laughs> That's your pick? You pick Killzone? Tell, tell me why. Tell me why you pick Killzone. And then I have I'll to tell Killzone. you why. I just thought that would be your one. Oh, mine? I think it's crappy. Suck at it. <laughs> it's a terrible game that you play on a machine with a tiny, girly controller. That's what I think. <laughs> no, what, like what's PS3 your... PS3 love. Exactly. What's your pick? Oh, my pick. Oh, you just dropped me straight in it, haven't you? Um, I would go for the game what let me down the most this year. This might surprise you. It's Forza Motorsport 3. What? It would surprise. Tell me why. I've waited for this game for so long. Uh, two years. I wanted my, my racing sim. I wanted to just play that game over and over. I wanted to take my cars and customize them and you know have my rubbish car and do it up as much as I could and it they just didn't have that feature in I mean they've got about 400 odd cars about 200 tracks you've got all your vinyl designs you've got an okay online system but it what they really just got rid of was they made it too accessible and there was no point in taking this small little Peugeot 206 you know and souping it up and souping it up until you you know get into the, the B class or the next class it was literally from the go you could get into a Ferrari and race the tracks. There was no progression in the game at all. It killed it stone dead. Hmm. I thought you were going to complain about the rewind feature. Yeah, I mean, it, they added all this accessibility stuff in, which I think is great, you know, for getting people into the game. It's a really cool idea, but when you, you step back from it, there's no there's no progression. There's nothing for a player to do other than get their level up. There's no feeling of I'm playing a proper sim, doing you know getting my cars and working with what I've got. It just throws too much at you at the start, and it just didn't work. Not for me. All right, I can't argue with you. It's a game I bought and I hardly played, so maybe you're on the sum. Okay, hi everyone. My name's Alicia, and I am really sorry to say I did try desperately to think of a non-MMO-based game that let me down, but truth is, my biggest disappointment this year, by quite a way in fact, was an MMO called Aeon. Um, I don't know if you guys caught the hype at all, but it was released in Korea about a year prior to its general release earlier in 2009. I think it was September-October time, if I remember rightly. It seems that keeping us in suspense must have done the trick, though, because by the time it got here, people were pretty much drooling in anticipation. But on to the bad part. I'm not saying it's not a stunning game, or that it's worse than any other MMO, but my main issue is it just isn't an awful lot better. The interface and the gameplay is pretty standard, really. Uh, The quests are typical, like kill this, deliver that, all that kind of stuff. And it feels a little bit more grindy than usual, I'd say. This could be due to the effort it takes to level up, though. Once you leave the newbie area, it really does seem to take a lot of time. Um, Another issue was the flying was very overrated. I was so, so excited about that. But when you first get your wings, you only get about a minute's flying time. And this is only in a minority of areas on the map. I think I read somewhere it was about a fifth of the map that you can actually fly in. And I found that really disappointing. 
I will admit to not persevering, and therefore maybe the aerial PvP flights later in the game would have made the effort worthwhile. So I do sort of apologise to Aeon's many, many followers um, if that is the case. But uh, I kind of expect a game to make me want to get there. Overall, I'd say it's a more polished than other MMOs I've played, but it's just not unique enough for me. Um, not in the early stages anyway, so it's just a little bit overrated, not terrible. For me, it's not even a game, it's more of a peripheral, and that would be me- Wii Motion Plus. I think was the most overrated deal of 2009. I know I was super excited. I pre-ordered my my Wii Sports Resort. I pre-ordered my Tiger Woods 10. I got them. I played for 10 minutes and thought, eh, it's pretty neat. But worse yet, it's not even being really supported. There are a total of six games, I think, in, in the U.S. anyway. Two of those are tennis, and four of the six probably aren't that good to begin with. So, Yeah, there's a SpongeBob game. Come on. Oh, well... That changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> now that is, I mean, I've not, I've not actually tried the Motion Plus yet, um, due to not having a Wii. But it's shocking. I'm looking at the list. There is one game developed by Nintendo which supports it, yeah, which is Wii Sports Resort. It's like you know, back up your own product, guys. <laughs> you know I mean? It is. I think the whole thing was kind of a mistake. They split their user base. They don't really have any good game support in it. Third party support for the Wii is sketchy at best let alone now to support some kind of crazy peripheral. I think it works nice. Tiger 10 was a great game to play. Um, Wii Sports Resort was a nice sequel to the original. But I don't know. Wii Motion Plus, for me, two thumbs down. It's not good. I mean, you know it'll be next year, didn't you? Hmm. It's the Wii Heart Monitor. Nice. <laughs> Can't <laughs> wait for that. And hi, I'm Shell. Uh, my vote for most disappointing game of the year goes to Killzone 2. I was really excited to get this game and get involved with uh, game night on the forums. And I just have to say, uh, I really had a hard time getting into and staying into the single player. Um, for one, the game gave me extreme motion sickness, so I was limited to about 30 minutes of play, and I would have to cut it off. That led to a lot of repetition and a lot of me getting bored with it. As far as the online multiplayer, it would have been better if the PlayStation communication would have been a better quality. I uh, had a hard time hearing with the headset, which left me confused. If you know me, you know I hate shooters anyway, so I got really frustrated really quick with this game, and I just think it could have been a lot better. I hated it. I wanted to stomp it in my backyard. <laughs> Alright, well that's it. That is our pick for Overrated Games of 2009. I'd like to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Holidays, all. See ya. Yeah.
just time to say thank you for having us on to the Big Red Potion, guys, Sinan and Joe. Uh, we've really enjoyed having the chance to vent. Thank you. <laughs> wow, they covered a lot, huh? I mean, you know, I think the, the standout to me from that list is the Wii Motion Plus. Because, yeah, Fly's Choice. I mean, <laughs> I think we all expected a bit more out of that. I mean, we shouldn't have, though. Because Nintendo has a history of putting out a peripheral and then not supporting it. I mean, they did it with that e-reader thing on the DS. They've done it with the, the connectivity that they pushed hardcore a couple years ago. They had We Speak last year. I don't really think I don't really know why anyone would be surprised that they're not really pushing this Wii Motion Plus as hard as they really should. Right. I mean, I'm going to put my hands up and say I've not actually yet tried it, so Neither I can't I. really. Fair you know, enough. I'm not going to comment on 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 it and. Uh, in terms of how good it is, I've heard that you know it works very very well uh, from everyone right. who's used it, and I think right. Fly said it works very very well. But uh, the lack of support is a huge black mark against it. Yeah, I don't really know what they're thinking. I hope they have some killer app waiting within Nintendo, and I'm sure they do. They have one or two games in there, but the fact that third parties are barely even mentioning it when they put their games out is is telling. Mario Galaxy Two to feature Wii Motion Plus support. Ooh, there you go. But even that though, like I mean. What, Mario's jump will be more accurate now if you use the Wii Motion Plus? Like, do we really want this? Uh, I, no, I, guess no, the, no, I don't at all. <laughs> maybe the next Zelda, the, the bow and arrow will be more fun to shoot. Okay, awesome. Or, or plain fun to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough, sir, fair enough. Right, uh, so let's uh, go away from England, go away from America, and go to the Bonnie Wee, okay, up the new, down the loo shores of Scotland. I'm sorry, Scotland, that was terrible. Uh, we're going to go to Sonic's Ring, and they talked about a game which i'm not happy about them mentioning but uh here you go sonic's ring i have no clue what you just said ladies and gentlemen welcome to sonic's ring thanks to big red potion for having us on you're listening to himself ian mentaz and watson myself dave Mitty whitelaw and ross tuban hen we had to decide a game that we thought was the most overrated of 2009. That was pretty fucking hard because we don't tend to pick games up we don't we know that we're not going to like particularly. And getting all three of us to have a consensus to have all played the same game and all think it's overrated is a bit difficult, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, very no. much so. We kind of we've we've argued a bit back and forth about it. I think ultimately we've picked a game that we all really enjoyed. Um, we all think it's a good game, um, but but perhaps. Was a bit over-egged in the press, would you say, Ross? Yeah, I think that. I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say. It, got, it was very, very highly cl- critically acc- acclaimed. Um, I just didn't think it deserved it. Go on then, Ian, what's the game? Tell everybody. The game is Batman Arkham Asylum. You filthy criminals. And, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Just, just slightly overpraised. Like, I loved the game, don't get me wrong. I played through it, I thought it was great. But... I just thought people were thinking it was a little bit cooler than maybe it was just because Batman's cool just now, isn't he? Yeah. I know I know I know people you know, people have said that before, but I, I, I think it's true because Batman what what was the film? Dark Knight, you know, it was it was very popular, wasn't it? Yep, that was a popular film, David. I don't think it's fair quite fair to say I don't think it's that fair to say Batman Mark Arkham said was cool because of Batman. That's like saying you know, Formula One's great because of the cars. You know, what I mean, of course it is. That's that's an intrinsic part of the process. I just think it was it was a very solid game that, but had problems. You know, things like the combat. The combat was good fun to look at, but when you look back at it, it was pretty uninteractive, really, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, my experience is pretty much the demo. Um, I've got it sitting in my two-play pile. But I, I can remember having played the demo and a lot of people getting very excited about it when it came out and getting to the end and thinking, well, it was, it was fine. It also suffers from that horrible... I think it's the Unreal Engine they use. It also suffers from... Everybody in this game is massively buffed up. Even Commissioner Gordon's, like, ripped to hell. And they've all, they've all got this kind of sheen on their skin... Do you know what I mean? It's like this Gears of War thing where like yeah. every every it's single surface is reflective. You know what I mean? Um, and that it, it suffered really badly from that. It was quite noticeable, I think. I totally agree, but uh, it was kind of stylized in a way, so it got away with it. And yeah, it was just I believe it was like a kind of seven and eight possibly, but people were saying game of the year, you know, and I, I think that's been proved inconclusively wrong. I think, from hindsight, I agree with you. I think I would have given this game an 8 if I had to score it now. I think at the time I would have given it a 9. Um, I think I think I was I was perhaps caught up a little bit in the hype. I think I played it a little bit before we came on, and I think, with hindsight, an 8 would have been fair. It just... There was so much it did proper... You know, it did well. Um, some of the boss scenes were great. But then you've got that little thing like the Scarecrow section, which was, was repeated three fucking times. And it's the exact same section you've got to play a little bit harder each time. Uh, boss battles like that, they're, they're, they're just not interesting. When, all, you know, when you know it's just the same goons you've been coming up against, but they're going to take slightly longer to take down. And the end boss was horrific. I heard that a lot. The end boss was a joke. I could not believe when I finished the game that that was it done and dusted. Um, I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but the end boss was probably the worst part of the game for me. I agree with that, but I, I think Scarecrow was the best boss in the game, but he got repeated, the section got exactly. repeated one too many times. But I liked the way they fucked with the player, you know, by doing things like, remember... Eternal Darkness on the on the GameCube, it would like pretend to delete your game save off your memory card and shit like that. And uh, I thought I thought my three sixty was getting the red ring of death. Yeah, it was. It, it did do. So, it did so many clever things. This game it did so many good things, but I just think overall, it just everybody got wrapped up a bit too much in it. And, and what we ended up with was was a very solid game that was in no way amazing. Agreed, Dave. You should still play it, Ross. Yeah, given, given we're coming up to winter and I'll be stuck inside watching the rainfall, probably. It seems like a good enough one to put on. You pick up for under 20 quid now as well. Oh, definitely. Oh, you should definitely play it. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, Joe and Cena, thanks for having us on. Um, if you like our stuff, you can catch us over at sonicsring.com um, and uh, we shall catch you all later. Thanks very much, guys. Okay, so... Uh guys over at Sonic's Ring talked about Batman Arkham Asylum, which uh, no, yeah, no surprises that makes our Game of the Year this uh, podcast in, in a few days' time. But uh, is it, you know, even even when we, you and I talked, right, you you were, you know, crazy about the game and I was crazy yes. about the game, but even I was kind of sitting back going, are we getting a little bit carried away about this? Mm. I mean, do you, do you, six months later, do you think maybe we got a bit caught up in the, in the sort of hype and, and the... The, the amazingness of this Batman game that was good. See, that's kind of why I wish that everyone could live in a vacuum because had I not seen the scores that this thing got before I got it and had I not known about like how awesome it was supposed to be before, I wonder what my opinion would have been. 
Like right. I think that you know we're all a little bit influenced by what other people are saying, even if it's you know a very small amount of our internal psyche just gets a piece of that and says, "Yep, I agree with this." You know, right? Um, but I really do think that I, as a Batman fan, I can't speak as a non-Batman fan, but as a Batman fan, oh my god, that game is so good, and I still love it to death, and I still want to play it again. I, I was just telling you the other day about how I want to buy it again on PC so I can play through it again with a whole new set of chivos and have a great time with it. Um, <laughs> I mean. And the fact that when Batman Arkham Asylum 2 was announced, a mere four months after you know, I played the, re- the other one, a- an announcement that normally with most other game sequels, I would have been like, oh my god, for real? But with this game, I was like, oh my god, it's coming out in the next two years, holy shit. Um, I think that says a lot about how great Batman Arkham Asylum is and how excited I was to play it and how much more of it that I do want. They, they did mention the combat, which I think I, I mentioned as sort of being a little bit underwhelming. I mean, do you think that mm-hmm. was maybe the one weak point of the game? Yeah, I think that, and I mean, you know, people have mentioned uh, that you, you have to play the Scarecrow bit like three or four times. I, I get that. It's not a perfect game. And Jeffrey, of course, um, you know, mentions, and rightly so, that the end boss was not as good as the rest of the game in, in many ways. Right. Um, yeah, the game definitely has flaws, but I think that, you know, I think that for what they had to do, Rocksteady did an incredible job. I don't think any other team could have possibly pulled it off which is saying a lot because Rocksteady really had no name before this game came out. Um, and I really think that you know it does deserve the hype that it's getting, and it is a game that everyone should pick up. And, I mean, in my opinion, there's, there's really not many better games this year than Batman Arkham Asylum. There you go. Uh, so, you know, we, we respect opinions. We, we're a democracy. We're a free country. Sure. You know, even if you're wrong, we let you be wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. We're that nice. There's a little something for everyone. From the serious analysis of Big Red Potion to the firm but well-informed Gamerdork UK. Gamerdork, 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 Gamerdork. Find like-minded comment. Keep your hobby alive. Gaming bargains to help keep your hobby alive. There's one of the best and friendliest communities on the internet. And if you're one of us mature gamers, find like-minded comment. Okay, so uh, coming up, we're going to hear very briefly from our friends at the Ninja Fat Pigeons and Cheat Code Central on their opening choices. And uh, they're kind of a bit interesting, not ones mm. what you might have expected. Yes, that's true. Hello, it's the Ninja Fat Pigeons here uh, for Big Red Potion discussing the most overrated game of 2009. I'm Zan Tiriot, better known as Zan, and I'll be revealing my game shortly. Uh, first of all, uh, I'm going to introduce you to each of the pigeons, and they're going to tell us which game they thought was the most overrated. Uh, first of all, we have Oxycuter. Uh, so, Oxy, would you like to just tell us what you thought was the most overrated game of the year and, and your reasons why? Uh... I would say the first person shooting genre. <laughs> In general. <laughs> yeah, I just, they're all overrated. They get so much hype, so much press, so much how brilliant this game is, and I don't like any of them. So you, would you say it's the, the, the online aspect that's put you off, or just, just because they haven't evolved, or not giving, putting words in your mouth at all? Um, yeah, it, it's the ranked matches 
Um, I don't like that. We, we don't get together as a group of pigeons very often anymore and play together as a, just for a laugh. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, it's quite difficult with a lot of these uh, more recent games as well. You just, um, I think that the the problem is there's there's too many there's too many different games now. That's 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 added to the problem. I know from trying to organise um, the uh, United Gamers League, um, it was really difficult to actually get fixtures because there's so many. Uh, games that you could actually play, particularly first-person shooters. There's probably, I think on the Xbox 360, there must be about 40 or 50 different games now. That to actually get four people who actually have a copy of the game, and it wasn't Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, was, was you know, it's not an impossible, because most people buy these games, they play them for two weeks, and they trade them in. This is the C4 crew. Uh, I am the host of the C4 podcast, located on cheatcc.com. Uh, Matt Walker, and the rest of the C4 crew that is always with me every week, Adam Brown, say something? Something. All right. This is about <laughs> how it goes every week. And Amanda Condologi, your turn. What's up? See? Yeah. Yeah, see, when I first got asked this, I thought it was going to be really hard to come up with one, because, you know, most of the games that were hyped this year were really good. So, I dug deep, and then I was like, oh, Yeah. It's obviously this game. Mine is Rogue Warrior. <laughs> because, honestly, like, one advertisement for this game is too much hype. And myself, I've seen plenty already. I see them every time I turn on the television. This game is awful. Like, what Bethesda should have done was find the deepest, darkest hole they could, bury this thing as far down as they could get it, just in hopes that nobody would accidentally play this game and link it to their name. Seriously. Or that dude that is actually supposed to be based on his real life. Yeah, well... Yeah. I feel that bad guy, for him, because maybe he does have an interesting life, but that game is awful. No, that dude reminds me of Chuck Norris. He really <laughs> does. Like, like everything cool about Chuck Norris, that guy pretends to be. <laughs> we need a Chuck Norris badass game. We really do. I've said it on the C4 podcast several times. <laughs> See, I have a problem with them picking Rogue Warrior, because damn, that game was fun. Well, this is the thing. I think, like, it was just to, just to, on the Chico Central. They they talked about it overhyped rather than overrated. Sure, we didn't we didn't make it explicitly clear. Right. I mean, they they totally did hype that game, even though they knew it was bad, which is saying something about Bethesda. You got to give them a pat on the back for that. Right. I mean, that takes gumption. But um, you know, it's not a great game. It is a hilariously bad game in many ways. But I, I would not say that's a game that you give TV advertising to, as as Chico Central so adamantly pointed out. Um, yes. And Ninja Fat Pigeons, honestly, I I really find it hard to argue. With every first, I think that was um, Oxycutor's yes choice. Yeah, every first person shooter, and you know, <laughs> I kind of agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of have to in that case, but. Um, a fair point, a fair point. And now I believe the boys and girls at the Dangerous Kids have some interesting things to say about it. Hi, I'm Switch. I'm Zeus. I am Doxy. And we're three of the five Dangerous Kids. Well, six, actually. Jimmy. I never count Jimmy. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we, we're supposed to talk about the most overrated game of 2009. I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to count to three, and I'm just, and then we'll just say it, okay? One, two, three. Beatles, Beatles Rock, Rock Band. Band. Okay, fine. <laughs> Beatles Rock Band. Which? Go. Which is not a bad game. 
It's as enjoyable as any of the other rock bands, I think. I disagree. Most of the other. Nah. I, I think games, it's enjoyable. Like, here's the thing. I think that band specific rock bands definitely. It's here's way the, better than the Aerosmith. Here's one. the thing. Uh, well, that was Guitar Hero, not Rock Band. Yeah, first of all, I, second, um, <laughs> it's the same fucking game. <laughs> Guitar Hero or Rock Band Beatles? I'm gonna confuse those two. I know it. Rock Band Beatles. Yeah, that's it. Beatles Rock. rock okay. Band. Beatles Rock Band. Beatles Rock Band was <laughs> as fun as every other Rock Band game, except for the one fact that it wasn't. Yeah. If, well, if you discount so, the fact that it wasn't, you're well, right. no, it totally then, was. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I as mean, long as we're all on the same page. Good game enjoyable not as enjoyable here's, as it should have been here's my thing i'm a big fan of rock band me too i right? think that's the problem yeah i'm a big fan of the beatles yeah me too yeah. As are, yeah when you put the two together i thought it was going to be epic i peed and orgasmed at the same time which i'd never done before or since while he was driving so yes, it was dangerous and i hope nobody was serious i've angry. only done that twice before so i share the sentiment yeah um <laughs> or the sediment really <laughs> Ow! oh that's awful <laughs> And that's just the kind of nerdy English joke that Sinan's going to love. The problem was, <laughs> it just wasn't done right. It had the potential to be an amazing game. Well, like, I literally love the Beatles, but like okay. I can't. I, it really should have been way, way better than that. Well, my thing is, it's not so much that it wasn't done right. It's that... It was done wrong. It was <laughs> <laughs> On paper, everything looked good, but in practice, what ended up happening, at least um, from my perspective, was that you took a game that was basically a great party game because no matter how big the party, you had sort of something for everyone. You had all this different range of bands to, and styles to choose from in Rock Band 2, if you include all the downloadable content and all that stuff. You took that format and then just basically stripped out the variety, stripped out the options... Uh, that that sort of made it a fun party game, and now you've got a game that is really fun to play if everyone in the room is a gigantic Beatles fan, which which is a room frankly, full of pretty good people. And honestly, <laughs> though, that's still not true because in a room full of giant Beatles fans, I was still underwhelmed. Uh huh. The harmonies were just the, the whole draw of the game to me was a Beatles songs, b you get to sing the harmonies. Sure. Why can't you sing all the harmonies? Yeah. Why why are there songs that are full of harmonies and and only it's one vocalist song? Well, I'm willing to forgive that just because it's such a coding nightmare even to begin well, with. To be able to do if like you're rig up two microphones. If, if it's not ready, to... don't release it. It's yeah. not a movie tie-in. Yeah. You don't have to release it. You can wait. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah, get okay. that shit right and then Then again, it. the timeline on which they were releasing it is to coincide with the new remastered yeah. uh BDCD. That's true. BDC Beatles. But you have release. another reason that you the BDC yeah. BG really what? Didn't like yeah it. BBC one. Um, <laughs> if you so want no, East my West coverage of snooker. Please turn to BBC two. For everyone else that's on the show that's not Sinan, BBC one is a radio station <laughs> in London. The best sound in Britain. Radio one. And sometimes Is it television. Uh, Do they have yeah, television? television? Do they have television in London? Oh yes, it's also. Oh, they have it on the telly. Good morning. If you've just joined us, welcome to BBC One on Christmas Eve. We've got the Teletubbies coming up. Yeah, they, it's also a, ch- a station on the telly. Doesn't that mean truck there I or think something so. silly? No, that's a lorry. <laughs> I was kidding, but yeah, okay. <laughs> lorry. Lorry is a truck. She was she was pretty big. No. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. She was a big... Ho, ho. So, anyway. no, my other complaint, to answer your question, uh-huh. was in the graphics. Okay. I thought that they were Seconded. hokey and that they were kind of distracting while you were playing. And, like, they've said that it was supposed to more be for the people watching you play the game than mm. for you. But when you're playing and that gets in the way of your gameplay, I don't care what the other people want. I'm the one fucking playing the game. Yeah, that makes sense. Point is, should have been better, wasn't. They get to listen to us. So, well, that, that's okay, so 
Now, but the criteria wasn't most disappointing game. The criteria was most overrated game. So what makes this the most overrated game of the year? I think that because it coincided with that release, people were really stoked on it. Plus, it's the Beatles. Who's well, not going to be really we, excited? Uh, we, got a, we got a hold of it before like before the launch date. That's true. To play it in a giant room of people. and At PAX. Yeah. When, yeah. And everybody was really excited. Plus, I couldn't walk into any gaming, like, not even gaming store, but like Target had a giant, giant-ass display for it. I couldn't, like, sneeze without running into Beatles Rock Band. So it part of it was really tragic. Old, overrated is all the hype that went into it. Uh, well, yeah. And, yeah. Absolutely. Up. Okay. Um, and then the execution wasn't really quite what we were expecting. The graphics not were the, hokey. Properties okay. were done wrong. I got you. <sighs> they just did it wrong. What about the Nazis? Well, that's always a problem. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can mix Rock Band and Beatles, and that sounds like a good idea, but you yeah. mix Nazis and Beatles, and man, that's that's already a train wreck. Nazi Rock Band? <laughs> there would only be one song, and it would mostly be chanting, so... All I'm saying is if you miss a note, you're dead. I want to zig your heart. I'm thinking Rock Band with a life counter, where you have to earn one-ups, and if you miss so many notes, you die in a camp. Too Are soon. you standing in a puddle of anything? I don't know. Some, something you could be electrified. Whatever. Okay, so I think we're agreed that the most overrated game of 2009 is Nazi Rock Band. Yeah, that's what we started out saying, right? Yes. Okay. If I agree, does that make me the third right? <laughs> it makes you the third wrong. No. <laughs> so if you're a bit confused at the end of that listening and wondering why they brought up the Nazis to do with Rock Band, you're going to have to go back to Big Red Potion episode 10 when Switch was on. And, uh, yeah, that guy and seems to have something okay. about the Nazis. Uh, so is what Switch is saying about British customs true for the most part? He seems to have a pretty good understanding of what you guys do over there. <laughs> yes, it's almost like he's lived in Britain, <laughs> uh, except maybe whilst being blind and deaf. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, radio, it's Radio 1, it's not BBC 1 on the radio, and it's, it's BBC 1 for the television, and... Uh, we definitely have telly over here. Um, but anyway, on, on to their choice, Beatles, Beatles Rock Band. I, I honestly can't say anything about it for myself because I haven't played it, but uh, I've been down on the whole hero rock band thing for some yeah. time. I mean, that's the thing. Like, anything. I mean, they just announced the Green Day Rock Band. I, I, I assume they thought too much acclaim at the Spike VGA Awards, but everyone's just kind of like, yeah, well, they're doing another one. Great. I mean, I think the Beatles, they did a great job of the, you know, the, the, the mood and the, the backgrounds and stuff. I think they really captured the Beatles. But, you know, I did play it at my friend's house, uh, and he's a huge Beatles fan, and he loved it. But everyone else in the room was just kind of like, these songs really aren't that fun to play. Right. I mean, if you're a Beatles fan, then it's obviously going to be amazing, surely. Sure. But, but uh, just like if you're a Beatles Batman fan. fan. But I think in this case, it doesn't have the mass market appeal and, uh, and, and not as many. And you really have to love everything that the Beatles have done to really get a lot out of it. Yes. Uh, anyway, let's go back uh, to those uh, guys at Chico Central and Ninja Fat Pigeons to hear the rest of those choices. Evil. Uh, next up, we have Leg of Time. So, Leg, do you want to tell us your stupid choice <laughs> and your reasons why you're crazy? Well, I'll just turn my flame shield on now. <laughs> uh, right, Resident Evil 5. Now, I have gone into this before on a previous Pigeon podcast, but uh, I just didn't like it, and I didn't see why other people liked it. I just... The character... The movement of the character didn't feel right. I just... just, I kept walking into stuff, uh, especially doorways didn't really work properly. Uh, And 
the main part of the gameplay is the stop to shoot. I don't dislike stop to shooting. So I like uh, in like Modern Warfare 1 and 2 on Veteran, you have to stop to shoot, otherwise your accuracy just goes out the window. I don't mind if it's just stop, shoot, and then move on. But with uh, uh, Resident Evil 5, I felt you had to sort of, sort of different buttons to press when you're stopped. If you've got that stupid laser sight on the end of your gun, which you can't see most of the time because it's too light, because uh, people don't use laser sights outdoors. That's not the point of them. Uh, well, well, you're indoors. To, you're indoors for some of it. Except if you're a sniper, but yeah, you, you know. uh, <laughs> and uh, the boss. I hate the main. I think the main problem I have it just didn't hadn't seemed to evolve. It's supposed to be Resident Evil Five. It's supposed to be the fifth in the series. It just seemed like it was. Mm years old it just had boss battles at every every end of every chapter and bigger ones at the end of every section or and just i don't like bosses i don't don't see the point in having a massive thing you've got to shoot these specific things to kill and i'll just gloss over the racism bit well yeah okay that's fair enough i think the uh the observation i've made on this and the moment i've talked about it before as well is that um the stop to shoot business, the, the, there is a good reason. There is a good gameplay reason why it's in there, and it's because it's trying to make it feel claustrophobic. Well, but, yeah, I, I feel Left 4 Dead does that as well, but it does it much better. I don't know. Left 4 Dead just feels frantic rather than claustrophobic. I know c- certain places, yeah, it definitely does feel claustrophobic. Dead, dead space as well, actually more. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, um, you you have to stop to shooting that as well. Like, you have to be accurate to shoot the limbs off, but you can walk. Yes. I think my main problem is you're sort of tied by a button to stood still and you can't get out of the way. And uh, when you have the mini bosses of uh, the, the chainsaw wielding ones, it's just the only way to do that is to shoot, stop, shoot, stop, shoot, and just moving backwards every bit. A couple of mines does the trick. That's what you need. If you don't have mines, though. Well, you, you, should, you should have bought some. You see, this is, this is the <laughs> <Yeah>. whole problem. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, why don't you uh, fill in what your most overhyped game of 2009 is? Okay, so Adam, I think my definition of overhyped may be different from yours, so let's add a disclaimer here. I think overhyped could be a good or a bad game, but you just see so much of it that you're just sick to death of it, and you just want to hurl beer cans at the TV every time you see it on the television. Nope, that's the same. So yeah. Well, okay. I mean, you're not going to like me, but I just have to give it to Modern Warfare 2, because that game is everywhere. I mean, we just talked about it on the C4 podcast for this week, and it came out like a month ago. I wire it's so overhyped. It was from E3 to release date. Every single day there was something about Modern Warfare 2. Whether it was good, bad, anything, it doesn't matter. That game was everywhere. Is that that it one just, that's in World War 2? There's clearly evidence of its overhypedness, if that's a word, because there's been already like two major award shows, three if you count the C4 Podcast Awards. And, which and is we a major do, award show. We do count <laughs> it as one. And Jeez. the only thing that Modern Warfare 2 has won is Best Score on our awards show, and what did it win on the other awards show? It also won Best Shooter on our awards show as well. Ah. So. Yeah, well, okay, <laughs> so it's a good shooter, fine, but if you look at other games <laughs> that are... platform game. <laughs> <laughs> they assume that this game appeals to everyone, and everyone bought it because people told them to, and that's why it's the best-selling game of all time. 
But yeah, for what it is, it is overhyped. So, Demote, would you like to tell us your game? Scribble notes. <laughs> it took me a while to think of one, and then you, you reminded me, Scribble notes. It had all this major here, EA, you know, uh, E3 hype, you know, it's this fantastic game. It fails. It did not work. <laughs> you know, it, great idea. Absolutely crap implementation. <laughs> uh, I totally agree. And I... I Funny enough, their previous game, Drawn to Life, was exactly the same. Um, in that game, you had to draw the objects. Brilliant idea, ho- horrific execution, and Scribblenaut's pretty much the same. It's other than the, you know, the um, the main screen where you can type in words and have things appear in the world. Uh, the, the actual game itself, the structure of it, and uh, and a certain gameplay elements in it where you have to actually control the character were just awful. Uh, yeah, yeah. the fact that you know you, when you go to touch an item to move it, you don't get it pixel perfect. He runs there, and falls yeah, in something, jump, or jumps to jumps his death. Or, well, yeah, yeah, and also the physics in the game are completely bust. In that a, a, a car weighs the same as a flower, um, and it's, yeah, yeah, crazy. My personal thing uh, for most overhyped game of the year. Uh, I had a really, really hard time coming up with one because I, there's several um, for for me personally. Um, but this one, it, it kind of pains me to give it uh, to this game because I was really excited for it. But because of the controversy, because of the free press it got from the uh, the hatred, is what I will call it, and and, and the fact that. I still feel very jaded by its release a year later. Uh, I got to give it to Left 4 Dead 2 because the game was talked about everywhere. It was on internet forums. It was videos and it was in the news. It was like, and there was like this big news story about the boycott ending a month before the game was actually released. And it's like, who didn't see that coming? <laughs> like, like seriously. Oh, they flew us out on this magical jet plane, and we were able to play it, and it's good. It's like, of course it's good. It's it Left for Dead with melee weapons and longer campaigns. Duh. The game the first one should have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, wow, this is what Left for Dead was going to be. Yay! Now give us something else. E3 2010, Left for Dead 3 will be announced. I'm calling it. Ooh. I'm calling it now. I'm Actually, it. it'll be handed out to everyone who attends because it'll already be done. Yeah, that's true. That's true too. <laughs> I hate bands. My uh, choice for uh, most overrated game of 2009 was Killzone 2. Um, I, you know, I'm, I have to be honest. I'm not a huge fan of uh, the first-person shooter genre, um, but I did pick up Killzone 2 because I was interested to see what it's like. They had a lot of Type behind it, yeah, a total sucker, yeah. And there is just one word which sums up Killzone 2 perfectly, and that is grey. It looks grey, it plays grey, everything in it is grey, it's just fucking miserable. It's a hateful, hateful game, and it is now a coaster that I put my cups of tea. Everything I hear as well, though, the online's broke, because if you go to pick that game up now... Yeah. Your online is going to be atrocious because everyone's been playing it for God knows how um, long. Yeah, they've got, got all bots. these upgrades yeah. and everything else, and you're stuck in the game with them. 
yeah, it's totally unbalanced. I mean, it tries to do what Modern Warfare does, with, where you know the more you play it, the more elements you unlock. But unlike Modern Warfare, where it at least gives you a half decent gun to start with, it cripples you. I mean, you basically start with a with a pistol and harsh language. So if you try to approach it um, now, yeah, you 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 might as well not bother. Yeah, well, at I, least in Modern Warfare Two as well, it's like yeah, you you may end up in a game with people five to five, you know, five to ten levels above, five to ten levels below you. But everyone still doesn't have that much of an advantage. The, the perks you get aren't game-breaking perks. Just like I said, grey. Uh, so uh, just in summary, it was uh, Scribblenauts, Killzone 2, uh, Resident Evil 5, which is nonsense, and, <laughs> and all first-person shooters. Uh, that's it. Wanted to thank Big Red Potion for uh, allowing us to participate in this epic event. Yes, I said it, epic event. Yeah, it's a bit overhyped, I think. Yeah, I think it is a bit overhyped <laughs> as well. Me too. Yeah. Thanks again for having us, and uh, whenever you want to listen to our antics, be sure to do so at cheatcc.com and look for us for the C4 podcast. Come get some. So, um... Leg of Time chose Resident Evil 5, which Zan was not impressed by as a choice. Mm. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure whether that's because Zan thinks it's a very good game, or mm. because he thinks that it was, uh, it's unfair to say it was overrated. I, I wouldn't say it was overrated. I think it got quite a bit of a backlash, actually, in it the did. press. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I think that, you know, as far as the the hype goes of people wanting, you know, the sequel to Resident Evil 4 and it, for it to be as amazing as Resident Evil 4 was, there definitely was quite a lot of backlash and uh, could be considered overhyped in that way. But uh, the press was fair. I think the reaction, the public reaction was definitely fair because I think this is probably the first Resident Evil since Gun Survivor that, you know, the, the public was split 50-50 on whether they loved it or hated it. Right. Which, um, I mean, it's kind of surprising, at least to me anyway, because I, I, I kind of enjoyed it, but... Yeah, I mean, for me, the truth is is somewhere in, in the middle. It's mm. a it's a reasonable to good game, but it has some flaws and problems, and doesn't sure. maybe advance things in the right direction. Sure, no, I I totally agree with that. We have talked about Resident Evil Five to death on this podcast. Let, let's talk about Left 4 <laughs> Dead Two because that's a, that was Matt's choice, and yes. I played Left 4 Dead Two with Matt, and you know we had huge amounts of lag, but he still seemed to really enjoy it. So I'm kind of surprised by his his inclusion of Left 4 Dead Two. I mean, you're obviously very big on the game. Can you see it? Kind of in the, in his argument of why it's overrated. Well, I see with the whole you know the pre-release buzz about the game, the internet chatter about how you know oh it's too soon, oh this and that. Uh, you know I I think that you know what Matt said about you know them sending uh, you know Valve sending copies of the or you know a demo to the game to basically a bunch of the fans who, who were really against the sequel coming out and and those fans turning around. I think that actually says a lot because you know. Yeah, they they really there really was this community of people that wanted to hate Left 4 Dead 2. And I totally understand the fact that oh yes, it took 1 year to come out this and that. But if Batman and Arkham Asylum came out next, you know, November and it was as amazing as the first one, you know, I don't think there should be backlash against it. I think that yes, there is such a thing as too soon, but if the game is of equal quality to the previous one or better, then I think it should be kind of embraced. And Left 4 Dead 2, to me, was of equal quality or better to the last one, which is why I loved it so much. Right. We we, we talked in that, about that a lot more detail on Cop Mode Show. So if you if you want to hear more, more of that kind of exact argument, whether there's you know sequels and such. And we did a sequel show, of course, as well. Mm-hmm. So of course we did. Uh, 
loads loads of uh, discussion for us on that. Do you suffer from video game itis? This is a condition affecting thousands of gamers who sell their games for next to nothing and buy them for way too much. You are not alone. Help is out there. Gamers using PlaySwitch.com now experience the freedom to name their own prices when buying and selling their used games. They take advantage of online postage, listen to our video game podcast, and visit a game market where they can see all the buyers and sellers of the games they're interested in. Use the code IWAFG when you sign up for a free account, and we'll give you five free Switch bucks to get started. Don't wait. You don't need to suffer with used video game itis any longer. PlaySwitch.com, the smarter way to play. It's been a while since anyone's mentioned Modern Warfare 2. Modern, oh yeah, Modern Warfare 2. That game came out. So let's hear from our boss, John, at the Game Reviews to see what he had to say. Alright, well I actually have two for you because I couldn't really make up my mind. And uh, I'm John, by the way, from the Game Reviews. I'm the editor-in-chief. I've been there for about two years now, I think. And it's a fun fight. Uh, but I have two picks for you today. And I'd have to say that Modern Warfare 2 is probably the most overrated game by the general public. Whereas I'd have to say Demon Souls is probably the most overrated game by the press. And I'll explain that in a second. But Modern Warfare 2, it's a great, great game. Don't get me wrong. I've probably spent more time with it than just about anything else that's come out. But it's one of those things where it's really pretty much more of the same. I mean, it's got a lot of refinement to what was done well last time with Modern Warfare. But, I mean, I know a lot of people that have just been basically, that's the only game they're going to play this year. And it's kind of a little disappointing to think about it like that is you really need to expand your horizons a lot. Like, I love pizza. It's probably my favorite food. Doesn't mean I want to eat pizza every single day. I mean, it's nice having the change that you can change your kill streaks. It's nice having all the customization. It's nice having all the rewards to keep you sticking around. But as far as what it does, like, it doesn't really, like, speak to me that much. Like, it's kind of... It's a fun game. It's a very, very fun game. It's a very, very well-made game. But it's not really, like, game of the year material for me. It doesn't just do that much. Like, uh, single player for me, it was fun. But I wasn't kind of blown away. The first one, I was a little blown away at the end. I was like, you know what? This is, this is how Call of Duty should be done. And uh, as far as uh, Demon Souls goes, I think it's a great game as well. But the problem I've had is... I know a ton of press people who've sat back and basically been like, oh, this is the greatest game ever. But for me, I think it's a little too hard. <laughs> it's fun, but, and there's a lot of frustration, but I don't think it's going to really work as much for general public, and I think it's gotten overhyped a lot. It's a great game. It's got this nice, dark, oppressive atmosphere. I mean, it's, it's really good for an RPG. It's going to like make you feel accomplished when you actually beat a level because, like I was saying, it's just that hard. But the game itself, it, it's good, and it's got a lot of great things going for it, but it never really kind of sucked me in. I am James Bishop. I am a column writer for The Game Reviews. I've been with The Game Reviews since this past February. Uh, I guess I got the column about September. So it's called Spoonie Bard, and I'm uh, going to go ahead and plug that myself. Anyway, Demon Souls, one I considered, I almost think of it as kind of like an art game considered to what most gamers would actually look for. It's more this kind of artistic, highbrow, lowbrow take on it from everything I've been seeing. Is that, is that kind of where you're going with that, too? Yeah, it reminds me a lot of like what happened with Flower, where for the longest time I kept hearing, oh, you need to check this out. It's the greatest thing ever. 
And I popped it in. I'm like, this is really, really impressive. It's not going to work for the general public. It reminds me of uh, the Mega Man that came out, the 2D Mega Man, Mega Man oh, yeah. 9, I think, and how it was just, you know, harkened back to the old days of just completely difficult platforming. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. When Mega Man, uh, I think it was 9, came back out on Xbox Live Arcade, I picked that back up and I was playing it, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't know how I used to consider this fun, for me at least, because... <laughs> I was just sitting back, like, I have to memorize this level to be able to beat this. I have to know, okay, when it gets to here, you jump. And when you get to here, you hit this button. And when you hit here, you get this button. Then you got to run backwards, like, three miles and then do it again. I know, and then you wonder, how did I, how did I do this when I was seven? So John and James talked about some interesting things. Demon's Souls yes. being a top one. I mean, that's a game that you have not been able to escape the talk about that game. It's been everywhere between the, the people, like the, the the general public, which I didn't even think that anyone would even notice this game. It was A, an Atlas game, which, you know, Atlas is a very niche company. And B, it's a it's a hardcore RPG that, you know, very select people maybe five or six years ago would have actually even noticed. Yet, I mean, come on, this thing is selling like crazy. People are talking about it left and right. It's on every single podcast. How did this game explode? I... I, if, if I knew, I think I'd be working in marketing or something. I mean, there's there's the Atlas appeal, surely. You know, sure. you, Atlas have established a reputation for themselves yes. now in the West, and uh, any game that they make is going to get noticed in some way or form. Uh, but to, for this game, is just it, like you said, so niche. It's what what really surprises me is the sales in the West, which yeah. are huge. It's approaching the five hundred thousand mark in the West alone. <laughs> Well, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> I don't get it. And, and you know what, John? Why the hell are you talking mess about Mega Man Nine? I didn't get that. I didn't understand where he was coming from from that. Like, come on, it's Mega Man. Seriously? Like, I, I, I mean, I, I really can't talk. I'm the biggest Mega Man fan in the world, <laughs> at least as far as the, like the the main series Mega Man goes. So, Mega Man Nine was like the most blissfully happy moment of my life. But, um, I just I don't could... understand where it was overrated. Like, were, were people talking about it? Like, you know, game of the year, best game ever. I just think <laughs> people like kind of content with having this new Mega Man game, which was, you know, eight bit. Like, I think aside what, from what's the me, problem? No, no one is was talking about it in that way at all, except me, because I was flipping the f out when I was playing that <laughs> game and enjoying it, and loving every second. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, again, Modern Warfare Two comes up, which is the theme of our show today. It's it just constantly coming back and everything. I think I agree with John. You know, said that you know everyone he knows is playing it and everyone is talking about it, and that shouldn't be the only game that everyone is playing and talking about. And I know certainly a lot of people that it's the exact same way. The only game they bought this year was Modern Warfare Two, right. and that really does make me sad in a way. But we're not going to hear Modern Warfare Two anymore in the show. I think I think we've had Ooh. the last of them. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we we also heard from James Bishop there, like you said, and uh, we'll hear from him later. But we're going to go first to our friends at GamerNode, Eddie, Inzato, Jason Finelli. Tell us about your overrated games of 2009. Hello, Big Red Potion. These are the guys from Versus Node Podcast, hosted by GamerNode.com. I'm Jason Finelli with Eddie Inzato, your lord and GamerNode master. I'd like everyone to know that that was completely impromptu while I was trying to figure out a way to intro our show. We're from the Versus Node podcast at GamerNode.com. We pretty much take a look at various topics each week, and we take a very natural approach to discussing things and just kind of let the conversation go where it goes. Today we're talking about the overrated games of 2009, and I have found this to be one of the most difficult questions I've been asked about video games all year. 
It really is. There were a lot of very, very, very good games this year. And it's hard to really say what is overrated because the games that most of the games that got the high rating deserved the high rating. I went through the list of what came out this year on game rankings and I could only come up with one that I would even think would be considered overrated in my mind and then someone could just as easily argue with me that I'm wrong. So what was that game? The game was Killzone 2 way back in February. Seems so long ago. It was a beautiful game visually, which is like what they were toting it as, the best visuals on the PS3 well, until Uncharted came out. But other than that, it just seems so generic. That's exactly yeah. what I assumed Killzone 2 was going to be, because Killzone 1 kind of sucked. And I just kind of assumed that the second one was getting way more hype than it deserved and was going to end up being a disappointment and overrated in the end based on the hype. So I ended up not even playing it, which is sad for me. Um, or maybe not. For me, it's really hard to say about the, the most overrated game of the year. I'm tempted to just say Madden and be a cop-out, because, I mean, Madden essentially is the same thing every year. Um, and yeah. someone's gonna find my address and hunt me down, but also in a way I feel like all sports games are sort of overrated. So I thought that Modern Warfare 2 might have been overrated, played it, and it's pretty good. Batman, because everyone, everyone I know, all the other my friends in gaming journalism have just been praising Batman all year to the end of the earth, and I didn't really know if it was going to live up to that. And it started out, and I was like, eh, you know, okay, it's alright. And then I kept playing, and I was like, oh, this keeps getting better, and oh, now it's, it's really good. I almost said Batman for this, but um, the reason being, I, uh, I'm i not that big of a comic book guy, so I thought a lot of the appeal was that it was Batman and Joker and all of the Batman lore in the game, but as I played it, I realized as a game itself, it is pretty damn good. Um, other games were Flower, which I didn't really like at first because it's not really comfortable to play. But it started to grow on me a little bit, so I can't really say that. Um, the main one, which is sort of another cop-out, is Peggle Deluxe. I hate Peggle. Anything that ever relates to Peggle, I will just always put down and spit on. I think Peggle is the most overrated game of all time, but it really came out in 2007. Other than that, maybe the one that I'll have to settle on is Wii Sports Resort. I mean, it didn't it didn't get like a, a 9.5 rating, you know, average on Metacritic. It got around like 80, 81, something like that. But the thing that I normally don't take into account when considering these sorts of things that is painfully obvious, especially when talking to our big red potion friends, is the consumer response and sales figures and all that. And Wii Sports Resort is one of the best-selling games of the year. So really, the critical reception combined with the general consensus of the consumer base kind of exalts the game to somewhere that I don't think it really deserves to be. I mean, it's Wii Sports with more sports, and honestly, if the original Wii Sports wasn't so fresh and new and bundled with the Wii and showcasing a new technology, would we really care? Well, I enjoy the fact that my girlfriend likes it. 
And it gives us something to play together. Otherwise, she wouldn't touch games. And that's that. So we are listening to our crazy opinions. We are the Versus Note Podcast. Check us out. It's always a good time. So make sure to listen to us. Eddie has no soul. All right. If you don't like Peggle, you have no soul. How I haven't played like... Peggle. Hands up still. I haven't yet played Peggle. You played Pants vs. Zombies but not Peggle? I know I played the wrong PopCat game. Oh, God <laughs> almighty. I did, you know, it's... Again, I, I kind of went into it with Eddie's opinion of, like, how could this game be as good as everyone is saying? But, oh, my God, I got so addicted to that game. I now own it on four different platforms. In less than a year, I bought it on four different platforms. That's, um, like, three platforms too many, at least. <laughs> well, my cell phone needed Peggle. Come on. And of course. The, uh, the DS version comes out. How am I not going to buy that? So, There's probably um, someone out there screaming, that's four platforms too few. <laughs> Why haven't you got it on your mobile phone? On your Oh, God. I should buy the PSN version also for, for no reason whatsoever. But um, <laughs> I, I, I think Eddie has a little bit more to say, and I'm afraid that he's going to make me mad again. So let's find out. So it's been a few days since recording with Jason, and I've had the opportunity to play some more games in 2009. So I figured I would add a postscript to all the listeners of Big Red Potion from your friend Eddie Zotto of the Versus Note Podcast and GameRound.com. Killzone 2 is overrated. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that we, we've had a few votes for Killzone 2 already, and... Uh, <sighs> I, I mean, clearly it's overrated because so many people, there was so much backlash. I mean, I, 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 I'll have, again, hold my hands up. I've not played it. It right. could be as good as everyone's saying. I'm going by how people have reacted to it. Right. And there seems to be this huge backlash to the reviews. Well, I think Zan nailed it perfectly by saying that the game is gray. Like, it's a depressing game. There's really nothing, I will say, special about it. The gameplay is very bland. It Everything about the game is just kind of, like, there. It exists. And I think had the game not looked as ridiculously good as it does, that I don't really know how many people would have been interested in it. And I, I don't really understand how that game, above every other FPS available on PS3, of course, it's it's a first-party game, which gets a certain amount of hype, but I don't really understand how that one became, like, the, the champion of the PS3, the, the halo killer of the PS3, because I don't really think it ever deserved to be in that spot. Well, I think, you know... Talking as people who regularly, you know, check news sites and internet, uh, you know, coverage sites on games and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's for us. It feels really overrated because there was a real fanboy contingent behind this game, right? Uh, and there still is. They're still defending it to oh, the end yes. of the earth. <laughs> and I think that's why why I feel like instantly saying "duh" about it, even without having played it, was because. That you know, it, like you said, it was this PS3 champion uh, game. Yeah, I totally see that. And. I think we'll go back to TGR now to talk to James Bishop, who is going to talk about another game that was thrown way up there in the press and put in every single, you know, Game of the Year post from uh, E3 2009. And now that it actually came out, not as many people are talking about it. I guess I'll go ahead and just name off mine. And it's kind of an obvious selection, so I'm almost curious to see if someone else picked it. But I mean... It's such a standout from everything else for being overrated, and, you know, it's scribble Nuts. It, you know, obviously, coming out of E3 and stuff, everyone's amazed, we get all this press and media coverage of the game, but they've only had so much time with it, and so you get this kind of skewed perspective of, oh, well, here's this game where you can create anything. You have, you can write down anything. I did a fight between Cthulhu and God, 
So you're coming out of this thinking, all right, general public's going, this is going to be great. I can just basically come up with anything in any sort of situation. And when you actually get your hands on the game, you look at it and it's a series of puzzles designed to be completed in you know a certain number of ways. Yes, you can call Cthulhu down, but he's not going to help you get the cat out of the tree. But ultimately, there's just not a whole lot of variation as far as the actual experience goes. It almost, as strange as it sounds, was highly repetitive. Because you'd go through and you'd see something, oh, I've got to cross water. So the moment you've got to cross water, you're like, wings! Well, I, I, you know, I want wings! So every single time you have that same problem, you solve it in the same way. I, I agree with you on Scribblenauts. There were two big problems with that game for me. And one was the fact that it rewarded you for being as uncreative as possible. And exactly. that it said, I want you to do this in under three things. I wanted to come out and build like a giant Rube Goldberg contraption to the point that like I have to heat water to make a balloon go up, to hit something else, to hit something else, to make this thing happen, and do all this stuff, which I could do. But the game punishes you for doing that because it says, oh, you took too many tasks. It took you too much. And then the other problem I had with that game is the, on average, I'd say the general game developer is more creative than the general game player. So while they're sitting there testing this, they're going to come out with all these crazy cool stuff, and they're going to be like, look, you can do this, you can do that. But just like you're saying, when the general player's thinking it, they're like, I need to get from point A to point B. Oh, I'll just take wings. I'll take a jetpack. I'll take something just common sense. And it's just like it, it, it just kind of doesn't seem to foster the creativity that the like, press seemed to think it would after E3. Okay, so again, another game I haven't I haven't played, um, and I just haven't felt a desire to play it because after hearing you talk about it, so many other uh, podcasts talking about it, reviews, uh, whatever, just it feels anticlimactic to me. It's a damn shame because I, I played it at E3 and I did a preview on the game reviews for that game, and you know, in that I marked, you know, this is probably one of the the most clever ideas ever in the history of games. It it, it works so well in you know in idea in theory. And uh, most of the demo that I watched at E3 was a guy playing it for me. And then when I actually got control, I was like, "Hey, this is kind of weird, huh?" Because the the characters moved entirely through Silas, and unlike games like Zelda: Phantom Hourglass, which you know it works kind of okay, this game it doesn't work at all. Um, right. It's a two D game. Imagine trying to control New Super Mario Brothers with the Silas. That's pretty much Thanks. what it would be like. They're going to do that. You know they will. I don't even say it. And, um, you know, I, I bought the game the day it came out. I played it. Uh, I played with the title screen because on the title screen you could just, you know, play with it and have creatures come out and stuff. That's, that's The title screen is the best part of Scribblenauts. If you touch the actual missions, you'll realize after a few hours that you do not want to play this game ever again. And actually, since I started the single player, I haven't gone back to it, which says quite a lot considering that I was very excited for this game. Um, I, I, I think as far as most disappointing of 2009, if that's what we're covering today, Scribblenauts would take it hands down. Well, that's just what I was going to say. You know, it's interesting. We've had a few games which are more overhyped than overrated. Right. You know, if you're talking about the difference between reviews and previews, but I think that's the whole thing. We we've covered it. There's been kind of a, a theme of this show in this year's. We're kind of trying to point out that the, the line between preview and review has been blurred right. to the point of non-existent now uh, this year and, and over the last few years. And I honestly don't. You know, it felt like I was reading reviews of Scribble Notes in the previous stage. Mm. And uh, then suddenly, you know, all the scores came in and it was so low. And it was like, what, what, is it the same game? Were you playing the same game at E3? I, I, don't know. I think in, in, in a short demo form when they're talking to you about, oh, yeah, this game has 22,000 objects, this and that. Right. When all that's getting thrown at you, you're like, wow, this is going to be the best game ever. But then you actually get it in your desk and you're just like, 
really? This is the game that I was excited about? So we've got one last show to listen to. Here are the guys from Super Happy Fun Time Show. So we've been asked by the folks over at Big Red Potion to describe what we think is the most overrated game of 2009. Is, is, Not the is, best game, or I have no. a question. I have a question. Yeah. Are they related to Clifford the Big Red Dog? Might be. Okay. That'd be awesome if they were. <laughs> so we here at Super Happy Fun Time Show Towers need to ask this question, apparently. So, gentlemen, Mr. GK. Yes. K128, the JD Gamer. That's what he is. Tell us, what do you think is the most overrated game? And considering you're jaded about everything, I suspect it's everything, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, but what specifically is the most... the game you feel most jaded about? I'm going to say the same game everyone else is going to say besides you two. Modern yeah. Warfare 2, only because I know people who are total douchebags and are like, this game was created by Jesus, and it is the second coming of Christ, and no game will ever be better. That's why it's the most overrated game, because I've actually heard those words from someone. So there's my answer. <laughs> We'd like to apologize to the listeners of Big Red Potion at this point for insulting any of their religious sensibilities on that score. Yes, Thank yes, you, I apologize. Chief. I was quoting... In context, kinda, what I've heard from someone. Anyway. So, so in essence, Modern Warfare 2 is meh to you. It's a game. <laughs> but it's not uh, the second coming. It's no. Actually, is it was my initial thought for what was the most overrated game of this year. Right, so what is, really, your first thought? Yeah. Well, full, full, <laughs> thought. For me, the most overrated game of this year has to be Forza 3. Okay. Right. Uh, it was they, they, they talked it up and talked it up and talked it up and Turn Ted said it was gonna it's this, that and the other thing and it's it's gonna be the greatest racing driving simulator ever or whatever they called it. And it's really just Forza two point five. It's just it's, it is. Oh, it's maybe a graphical improvement and uh, that's pretty much it. Hey, but it looks better. Slightly. <laughs> did it rate highly? It did get good reviews, didn't it? Generally it, speaking. Uh, yeah. I think when it came out, yeah, everybody was, oh, it's, it's so much better. It's all my. It's not. It's really not. It's not that much better than Forza 2. Yeah, sure, they improved a couple things here and there, but there's still so many flaws in the game. It's just that the, 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 the car damage is awful. The, visually, the car damage is awful. The the you know the stuff that can break on your car is is not very well done. It's just yeah, it's, it's for me the most overrated game of the year. Interesting. Mm. I had a choice of two in my mind. I'd rather not be greedy, but I'm going to go with the obvious one. Brushing your teeth. Shut up! <laughs> British people don't brush their teeth. That's funny because it's true. <laughs> you can hear more abuse like this at shfts.com. You can. Um, what was I? Yeah, it's going to be Scribble Noughts, right? Scribble Noughts is a game that I went to E3, 
and everyone's like within the first 20 minutes of the doors opening people go oh you've got to see this game Scribble Nauts is the greatest thing ever and I, admittedly I fell completely in with the hype it's like oh, this is a great idea you can write anything and it appears on the screen and everything's you know it's going to be the best game ever and then you actually play it as Bloodshot actually pointed out it's guff because the execution of it the control of the little character it's rubbish. It didn't use the D-pad yeah, at all. But, but you can you can type UFO and a UFO shows up. Yeah. Or you can yeah. type dinosaur and a dinosaur shows up. You can ah. ride them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree. That game was a big like that. Yeah. But it wasn't rated highly once it's reviewed. I mean, once it came out, the reviews revealed all and it wasn't very good. So technically speaking, it wasn't overrated. To get my meaning. It was overhyped, and it was over-previewed, if you will, but it wasn't overrated in the end. And once people got their hands on it, it was a big fat meh. It got scores higher than one. I'm sure it's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a good point. He does make a good point. But the other game I had in mind was Need for Speed Shift. Because that game did get reasonable reviews, but it was broken. So, yeah. how can it, you know, so there's a game that really shouldn't have been talked about at all in any great length and reflection we did for me though did, that game know, just didn't it didn't get the hype that 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 forza 3 got and forza True. 3 is just a bigger disappointment and therefore for me far more highly overrated than the need for speed shift so there it is then big red potion that's plus happy fun time shows yeah. views on most overrated games of 2009 Excellent. Want to yes. take us out, GK? Alright. Bye. Take- <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear more the, the, the dulcet tones of Mr. GK, myself, and Mr. Hendrix, then please pop along to shfts.com. Bye! Bye-bye. Later. So, so the guys uh, over at Super Happy Fun Time Show mentioned a few games that have already come up. Uh, from other podcasts, but uh, Forza Free. The dits from the game you mentioned. I've heard a lot of people say that they were disappointed by Forza Free. What What were your thoughts? Have you played I it? I did, and I was surprised because that game got a lot of nines. Right. It got scored very, very well. Um, I don't think many of the you know much of the disappointment was due to the scores. I think they were all pretty high. But I mean, I played it. Um, I'm, I'm more of an arcade racer fan, not really a Gran Turismo, you know, Need for Speed Shift type of person. Um, but I, I did play Forza Three, and I just kind of found it as very bland. There's, you know, the the driving works. I was able to do it. The, you know, the, there's so many assists in that game that I mean, you could be a complete, you could be a five year old and jump into that game and be able to beat some stuff. Um, and I like that there's like an RPG leveling aspect that I think worked pretty well. But there's just nothing um, really gripping about it. It's like everything functions just fine and you can do everything in the game, but there's just nothing about it that that screams and makes you want to say, well, you know, this is why I'm different. This is why you should play my game. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, I have not played Forza 2, but I believe in that game there was more of a gripping element to it. There was something in that game that made you want to play it. This game, I mean, uh, honestly, with all those assists that they offer, and there's like a rewind feature that if you hit a car, you can totally go back and do it again. Um, I mean, there's almost no point to the race because there's so much, you know, there's so many outside elements affecting the way you're playing. Mm. Um, as opposed to something like Burnout, where it's 100% you in there, you know, smashing other cars, knocking them out, and getting to the finish line. Um, so I rented Forza 3. I really have no desire to go back to it. Um, right. 
but I can totally see how a more casual racing fan would probably love what that has to offer. Yeah, I I, I must admit I'm kind of a bit burnt out on the whole uh, Gran Turismo Mont, uh, Forza thing. But uh, right, you know the other game that, that that did come up, which we said wasn't going to come up again, was Modern Warfare Two. And you know, if mm. we're going to decide from our list of of games that we've got via all these votes from podcasts what is the most overrated game of 2009 i'm looking through the list and we have digital cowboys they kind of count as two mentioning it uh sure uh, super happy fun time show amanda from cheat code central uh every first person genre <laughs> you know every first person shooter <laughs> game from oxycuter kind of count carries it um one warfare two from, from rob burgess over uh games with jobs john our boss at the game reviews mentioned it it, it seems like people think modern warfare two in general, was really kind of overrated this year. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. You can add one more vote to that also, oh, okay. because that's where I'm going to go as well. Uh, I'd actually split my vote between Killzone 2 and Modern Warfare 2. Killzone 2, because, as I said before, I don't really think it deserved to be pushed as high as it was. And Modern Warfare 2, because, I mean, yes, it is a very good game. It is. It does everything that a sequel should do. It, it takes, you know, I think Spec Ops is probably the one of the best new modes in any game this year. I really enjoyed playing through that. Um, I've heard from my friends that the multiplayer, everything they added, they enjoy. And the single player was entertaining. It really was. I just think that single player wise, it didn't go the direction that a lot of fans of the first one wanted it to go. Right. And I think multiplayer wise, they did not change enough. Okay. And that's why, and, and as I said before, I don't think there is a way to live up to the hype that Modern Warfare 2 got. But despite all that, I don't think that Infinity Ward did enough considering their position, you know, as in the entire gaming spectrum of the kings of the first person shooter. Right. I mean, I'm not going to disagree that it's, it, you know, I, I wouldn't refute anyone saying it was the one, the most overrated game in 2009. I mean, you, you sure. mentioned Killzone 2. That was very popular looking through all our, our votes as well, actually. It got about, mm. including yours, five votes across the board. So it's a, it was one of the uh, one of the runners-up. You know, Scribblenauts was mentioned a lot. Uh, what else was mentioned a lot? Wii Sports Resort got a few mentions. Um, sure. My choice is something that no one else brought up, actually, which is Ooh. Assassin's Creed 2. Oh man, Eddie's going to kill you. Yeah, I know, I know. Sorry, Eddie. Uh, but for me, I just... I've talked about it a lot on the show already, so I'm not going to repeat myself. What I will say is that it's a good game, but to, to the, if we're going by Metacritic, as you know, this this benchmark that tells us how, what people are thinking, 92, that game has got way too many flaws to be even in the 90s. It's it, mm. it, it's. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If it was the first Assassin's Creed... I would have no problem, but this is the second right. one, and you can't. You this, all this stuff that's in the second game should have been there in the first one, and the, the reason that they, the fact that they weren't there in the first game is why the first game was so divisive, why people got right. so annoyed with the first game, why it felt so repetitive. Um, you know, we, and I think in, in some ways as well, like they, uh, Ubisoft Montreal had the scope to do so much more with this game sure. because of the story that built up. The terrible story they built up, but the scope of what it, that story allows for, for means you can do it so much more. They they played it very safe, actually, on reflection. Mm-hmm. You know, going to fifteenth uh, century Venice and uh, and Italy, sorry, and it's very very similar in some ways to what they were doing with the first Assassin's Creed. I think there was there was sure. there was scope to do much more, and they didn't. Sure, I could totally see that. I mean, I haven't played Assassin's Creed too, so I can't really talk, but. You know, from everything I've seen, it, it I've heard that it is the honing and the almost perfection of what they did in the first game. Yet, 
they didn't really go above and beyond um, what they did in the first time, and I think that in itself is enough to make it worth considering. But I mean, as the games with Jobs guys said, a lot of these games are good games that we've talked about today. You know, I, most of them. Yeah, are. yeah, Assassin's Creed Two is a good game. Modern Warfare Two is a good game. Uh, things like Killzone Two, even you know, for all the grayness of it, probably is a good game. I haven't played it, but I've, I've, sure. I certainly wouldn't. Uh, I have not heard people saying it's a bad game. Um, it's functionally solid. That's that's like a backhanded compliment if I've ever heard one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, that's the thing with overrated games. People get caught up in the hype and, and in, in in that singular moment when you're playing the game and you think, this is the best thing ever, and you kind of mm. reflecting on these games maybe exposes that it, maybe we do get caught up in games at the time. Well, we definitely do, I would think, as, as, as far as the media and as far as the gamers at large goes. And um, unfortunately, I mean, I think that Modern Warfare 2 is is going to be the example with which every year's blockbuster is going to be set. Um, you know, I'm sh- not surprised if next year we get another press release. Oh, best-selling game of all time is now this game. Right. And it'll probably be the next Treyarch Call of Duty game, which will make me vomit. <laughs> if, so, um, but uh, I don't know. I think that... Uh, you know the way that the general public is it gets interested in games is very strange these days. I think that it's 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 such a weird thing that a game can be marketed to the point where people care about it, um, as opposed to just being a good game and people get interested based on that alone. Um, hmm. And that says quite a bit about the mainstream gamers' website. So I would like to thank. All of the podcasts and people involved in making this show. It's been it's been real fun putting it together, getting in touch with all these podcasts and uh, actually listening to all of these. It's kind of <laughs> shaking my fists in anger at some of them and nodding furiously at oh, others. Yeah. Uh, so a big thank you to Sonic's Ring. SonicsRing.com To Pink and Deadly. At www.pinkanddeadly.com To the Super Happy Fun Time Show. Pop along to sfts.com To the Gamer Node versus No Podcast. Gamernode.com to the Cheat Code Central C4 podcast cheatcc.com uh, the Digital Cowboys the Digital Cowboys.com the Gamer Scene from the Gamer Scene.com Ninja Fat Pigeons www.ninjafatpigeons.co.uk Games with Jobs Gamers with Jobs.com John Laster and James Bishop over at the Game Reviews and the culturally uninfor- uninformed Dangerous Kids DangerousKids.net yes absolutely you guys Thank you so much for your submissions, and I'm sure everyone out there enjoyed listening to them. I know I did, because <laughs> as Sinan said, some of them had me punching my pillows, but um, absolutely great job, and thanks again for contributing to this hopefully magical podcast. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Um, and, you know, I, I hope people listen to it. Don't take, you know, don't take it too seriously. It was, it was a bit of fun involved, and we just wanted to kind of provide a bit of a, a, bit of a contrast to all the celebratory podcasts out there that are going to be filling your ear holes in the next few days. Which, speaking of that, next week <laughs> yes. we have our celebratory podcast. So contradictory and hypocritical. Um, it's okay. Yes, and on New Year's Day we'll be putting up our Game of the Year podcast. We've already recorded it actually, and I'm not going to spoil which was the winner. Um, but let me let me say that if you <laughs> if you thought that Modern Warfare Two is a predictable winner of this list, you, you <laughs> probably think that the winner of uh, our Game of the Year one was just as predictable. So let's just say that it's fifty cent blood in the sand and ended up. Okay, that. well no one's going to listen now. No, you will, because how could you not? It's 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, man. It's the best game of 2009.